Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the trust account. You know, especially me being an online entrepreneur doing the things that I actually do, I realized that trust is absolutely pivotal when it comes to the customer journey and people coming into and wanting to get coaching by me and stuff like that. Because Sometimes the trust begins to plummet. And normally this happens with, let's just say, miscommunication and cancellations and stuff like that, right? And I can tell you right now, the trust ends up plummeting, especially when there's just not enough energy. Because if there's no energy, or if you're eliciting the energy and there is no way to lift them up, then forget about it. The trust is gone. And this all comes down to having a daily account. And you have a daily account with everyone. It's kind of like my father, right? If you look at, if I look at one of the biggest situations where I caught my father in a number of different lies, I realized that when he was just a supreme liar, although I did see him that last summer in 2000, He made it seem like he had video games and tapes on his side of the phone when I had called him. And I was like, oh, did you buy me those video games? And it was from like my birthday in May. I don't know. It was probably like April or May. It must have even been like closer to June. And it sounded like he had the video games on the other line. He was just like figuring out, oh, okay, this game, I have this game, I have this game. And I was so excited. And my mom was like, no way you believe that he actually has those video games. And then I ended up like, you know, saying something real bad to my mom and I made her cry and everything. It's funny because my mom knew that he was full of shit for so many years. I don't know how they conceived babies together. And I am very grateful for that. Thank you very much to the both of you. But they, she knew that he was just a compulsive liar. And to be honest with you, from that point going forward, I knew that I don't even know why I ended up uh, spending time with him. And I can't remember if it was before or after the 4th of July, I really can't remember. Uh, But I just remember spending some time with him. And next thing I know, I realized that, wow, well, everything he said that he had, he lied about it. And from that point going forward, I just said, no means no, you're not going to have a relationship with me any longer. And it's crazy. The next two, three years, he lied about having custody of me and claimed my mother's income tax twice. 10,000 USD gone for four children that desperately needed that money. And I remember my mom cried all day. I have no idea how the IRS allowed a man to take like full custody and claim a woman's income tax. But from that point going forward, I realized that you were the lowest of low human beings. Like, that and, and and cash flow is what I'm talking about. Like you were already bankrupt, but you further like plummeted in. And when I got older, no way were you going to ever come back into my fucking life. Now, my older brother, my older sister, they're they're the dumber ones. Okay. Although I never speak to them and whatnot, but they are the dumber ones because they allowed him back into the life. And it's funny because my brother would first say, Oh, you have to forgive and forget. I'm like, he stole $10,000 that we desperately needed. 
Oh, but my mom, you know, mom ended up getting that money back. I said, I don't give a damn if mom ended. He, but he stole money from us. And I will never allow you to come back into my life ever again. This was one of those critical moments where I said, hey, I'm sorry. Willie Buck, you're a piece of shit. And it's funny because he ended up coming back probably around 2008 and saw my brother and everything. And well, let's just say within 24 hours, he ended up sending a text saying, hey, can I borrow $60? You think you could just invite yourself into someone's life? And it's crazy. In 2015, he ended up trying to add me on Facebook. And I literally had him on Facebook for 24 hours. And I said, you got some explaining to do. Mr. Stole $10,000, Mr. So many other things, Mr. So dropping me off on the doorstep of a house without seeing you for another year. You have a lot of explaining to do. Let's hear it. Nothing. Stay the fuck out of my life and don't ever come back. You could go to those dumbasses and all your family. It is so crazy, people. Just to like put this into perspective. I remember his sister. Her name's Diane Reynolds. I don't know who these people are. Listen. His side of the family, well, actually, my mom and my father's side of the family, they're both fucked. My mother's side of the family isn't too fucked. I don't know too much about them because at least my uncle was still in my life. But my father's side of the family and those cousins that I had in the early 2000s, they were the shittiest human beings I've ever met in my life. And believe me, I've met government officers in this country. I've worked with some of the most disgusting dentists you could ever imagine back in Australia. Nothing is on the scale of these fucking losers of humanity. And I say that to say one of them tried speaking to me. And I guess in 2017, she ended up deleting me. And it's so funny going to my oldest sister and my youngest sister, all his family members, they have all over their Facebook, all over their Facebook. And I said, hmm, very funny. None of them wanted to have a relationship with me. And I'm totally fine with that because they know I'm not a leech. They know that I will call them out on their bullshit. And again, it's all about the chatter and my mom and whatever, whoever and whatever the fuck these fools out there say. But my trust has been lost in his entire family for a very long time. Only a woman by the name of Carolyn remains on my Facebook. Not in my life, but on my Facebook. And she's the last one that remains, and I will never let her in, ever. She'll see a couple of posts and stuff like that, but we are not going to have a conversation. I will not see you, and you will never see me ever again. I saw you when I was a child, and that's it. Because my bank account with her is zero. And to be honest with you, you could be one day off with being bankrupt and trust with other people. If you haven't been actively building, such as my mom. She has not tried actively building anything with me over the last decade. We're talking 10% of my life on planet Earth. She decides that she doesn't want to have anything to do with me. She follows me on Facebook. She puts a sticker and all that other bullshit. That's not parenting. That's not you even remotely being a fucking acquaintance. That's not good enough. When I said I'm getting married, you sent me a photo of your daughter's nephew who I have zero relationships with and do not give a fuck about and all of a sudden here it is like this is the route that you want to take you're bankrupt don't you dare 
try coming back into my life. I did not send you photos and will not send you photos of our engagement. I will not send you photos of our marriage. You will not even know that I am pregnant until I maybe will post a photo on Facebook. We had maybe a couple of text messages over the last year. Arsenio, but do you actively engage in it? No, the ball has been on your court the last 10 years. I've done everything I can. Your sister, my Aunt Abigail, she comes around maybe once every two years, says a couple of things, and all right. Oh, Grandma says hello. I'm so happy that Grandma's still well. I think she's like 89, 90 years old, and she's lovely. She says a couple of things to me. She's suffering from dementia and stuff like that, but she still knows me. So all the respect to, of course, my aunt, who at least tries to keep a fucking, a very distant relationship. But other than that, my mom and everyone, that's it. And you need to understand that you're probably writing zero balance. One big confusion, whether this is with my online clients or one big confusion in regards to you and communicating with other people in your life can make it a negative balance because you weren't establishing that trust and trying to lift someone up. Imagine trying to lift someone up and there's just no good energy. There's no intent, nothing. There's no trust. That's like literally trying to carry a a refrigerator up like Mount Everest. It's going to feel miserable. You can't tell them what to do. This goes to parenting. Teenagers, and it's so crazy, man. If you see a lot of teenagers out there in America, they have zero relationships with their parents. And you could see a lot of this, especially in every TV series and movies and everything, because it portrays a real thing. You never have a teenager come home and say, hey, I had a great day. No, they come home. They say hi. They have their earphones in. They're stuck to their phone. They go straight to the room. And that's the end. It's sad as fuck to see what's happening out there in America. Why? Because there's no energy. Parent, you forgot to be a parent. You forgot that your role as a mom is to be a mom and to bring that energy. And to be honest with you, if you don't gauge, if you don't engage, they won't stay. Who's ever been in a relationship where you just had terrible energy? When people hit you with that obsessive, bad energy, whether it was them being impatient, condescending, Nicole, I remember her dumbass back in 2014. I can't believe I even kept her around for about six months. It was that condescending and that accusatory and that defensive attitude that she always had. Anytime I said something, she would always point blame at me. Not trying to make me look at it from a different perspective, but just literally shutting me down and shutting down my mental, shutting down everything. I still remember you guys told uh, I talked to you guys about that while I was trying to like, you know, like broadcast myself in this bullshit ass meeting where I'm, we were supposed to be doing this big English camp. And I walked into this dental office and these two Thai women looked at me disgustingly because again, remember 2014, you could only imagine how black people looked at nine years ago. Right. And then the guy was asking me, he didn't even want to hire me to begin with because I was a little bit on the brown side. And then I'm trying to get set, talk to him and then she keeps butting in condescending, defensive, impatient, interrupting me. What is the likelihood that she was going to pull out that full potential in me? Inspire the best out of me. Zero. I took a lot of trash out of my life in February. I think there was a Caesar 
was talking in a comment section with Nicole. I still had that. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's a thread and I kept it. And I was just like, oh my God. And next thing you know, she's like, you know what? If you don't change your mind with Caesar, blah, blah, blah. that was the last accusatory, negative, nasty message I ever received from that crazy bitch. Caesar ended up saying something really fucking ridiculous in 2015. The last remnants of the trash of high school. And I think the last comment, he's like, well, are you gay or something? And I was like, yo, why am I around these fucking 12-year-olds, man? Man, I blocked this shit out of them. And I said, nobody from high school is ever going to come back into my life ever again. It's so funny, you know, just a bit before I go, you know, continue going on. Um, Lindsay, you know, she's going to be coming out to my wedding and everything. She's the last friend from high school. She's my best friend. And it's so amazing because she flies airplanes in Kenya. She's a pilot. She flies in Kenya. And what I love so much about her is because both me and her, we spilt the same blood and the same love. She knows how it feels being a sore thumb in Kenya and hearing people say racist things to her. The racist thing, Kenya saying racist thing to her. The racist things to her. And me living that life over the past 10 years, and so me and her, our connection is beyond comprehension. And I could say, especially over the last couple of years, that she has been upgraded to one of my best friends. There's Andre, there's her, there's Billy. Danya, nah, Danya's just like an acquaintance, more of a little bit of a friend, stuff like that. But other than that, man, I'm just so grateful that I have someone like her in my life. And you know what's so funny? I tell you that story because she's connected with a lot of people still from high school. And you know what's going to be even more amazing? When her and I, and I tag her in a photo on Facebook of me and her being at my wedding and all that other crazy crap, all the people from high school, guess who's going to try commenting and coming back and all that other bullshit? Y'all can stay the fuck out of my life. No, thank you. That bank, man, that bank account has been just garbage from to begin with. So what happens to that type of energy? The energy that makes you defensive, it shuts you down. It's the opposite of uplifting, right? Right? This is, and we end up playing victim. And I understand, like, this could be an illustration, a metaphor and stuff like that. But you got to be responsible for the energy that you let in your life and going forward. I still remember, you know, Christine, she brought horrendous energy. Christine, you remember the, the crazy bitch from like 14, 15 years ago, right? And you know what's crazy? Uh, I don't know. I don't like the, the past month. I tried looking her up in so many shapes and forms online. She is a ghost. And I'm like, wow, man, that is unbelievable. I feel... Uh, because normally everyone has a brain. You could look someone up in some way, shape or, shape or form. Her, not even close. And I'm just like, man, I feel bad for her. And again, it just feels like she's running from someone. And again, considering what her story was back in the day, I don't even know who the fuck she was. <laughs> but in saying that, when that trust was broken between her and I, there's no bringing it back. But I just felt like I could and I just used her as a way of just covering up my true feelings for the Japanese girl 15 years ago. When I was a fucking kid, people. I was like 19 years old. Felt like I was 19. I think I was 20 at the time. And what she did, she ended up betraying my trust. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to make you feel 
the way you made me feel, although she left me. And then when she came back and my friend had left, you know, from Japan back to everything and all that craziness, it took her, it, that energy, man, that she had, it was disgusting. She was angry. She was mad. She was this, she was that. And I just tolerated it. And we have a tendency of doing that. And to be honest with you, when she ended up just betraying my trust and by the, by the time Christmas came around, I tried calling her. I was so worried about her at this, that I would leave my phone at different barbershops just so I could get away and all this other ridiculousness. She was seeing someone else. She was literally seeing someone else. And so me, I tolerated that. And I, and that ultimately ended up destroying me completely. I didn't have the strength or tools or books or no internet back then in early 2009 in January. I didn't have the consciousness. I had no trust in myself. I fell into depression for about two months because the trust was broken with someone who I went with or went through out with through thick and thin of all of 2008 for fucking what? And yes, it could be rebuilt and found anew and someone more responsible and these different people who had different purposeful relationships throughout 2009, it started off fucking ugly as hell. But through dental assistant and then going to Australia and having come back and, ha and uh, topping it off from July into December of 2009, that was by far one of the most extraordinary last years in Las Vegas. And although, yes, my, you know, coming back in 2012 and everything, having another bedrock of amazing people who I hung around with throughout those years until I moved here 10 years ago. But, you know, I just had to ask myself more self-reliant questions when I engaged with people, especially back then and today. Being more clear and intent and making sure communication is good. You know, and this is what you have to do. You have to be around people who bring the best out in you and lift you up. Because when you got other people lifting you up, it's going to be very natural for you to lift other people up. If you're actively around someone who's pushing bad energy, that's not only going to be discouraging you, but your behavior. And you're just going to be in survival mode, narrowing down to only your interests in life. You're going to have to be responsible going forward and establishing trust and relationships and being around good people who bring that trust and that good energy. So with that being said, stay tuned for more over and out.